When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. You're listening to the award winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, featuring business experts, industry disruptors, game changers, and thought leaders to help you navigate a constantly changing marketplace. Want to build a successful business and become known as an influential voice in your industry? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 270, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross the podcasting queen. Now this interview is part of a very special series that we're running called Industry Thought Leader Podcast Series. And I'm gonna be speaking to people such as today to find out how they are leveraging their very own podcast along with a book in order to build their thought leadership. And today I'm honored to be speaking to Rosie Shiloh. Now Rosie, she runs an online community for Australian virtual assistants with the intent to help build up and strengthen the wonderful VA community, as well as to educate business owners about outsourcing for better leverage. Now on today's show, Rosie is going to share how even if you have a very targeted market, you can still benefit from having a podcast. She's gonna talk about how to get your podcast off the ground with strategic outsourcing. And I'm sure Rosie, you've got an incredible team who are able to stand by and support. And she's also gonna talk about how that you can turn a book into a podcast easily. So welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. You are so very welcome. It's good to be able to uh, to speak to another podcaster who's passionate about all things um, business, podcasting, and, and we're going to dive into that. So firstly, what's the name of your podcast so people can go out and subscribe? It's actually called Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Oh, yeah. I love that. And how long has that been running for? How long have you had your podcast for? It's actually only a few months old, so yes. I probably started middle of the year. Mm -hmm. Finally, finally took some action and yes. um, and got that off the ground. Fantastic! Yeah. I think some of the people that are listening or watching today, or even the recording, maybe in different stages. They may be in a stage of putting together content, obviously with a thought, "I'm going to launch my podcast." What were some of the? Let's talk about some of the things that you found. Um, that you, when you finally launched your podcast, you thought, wow, okay, I wish I had done that sooner or some of the insight. Did you say that? Because so many people that I speak to think, you know what, when I started it, the fear of some of the things that I had stopped me actually weren't an issue for me. So what went, what was going on for you at the time? Oh, look, I procrastinated so long on starting because you know, it just sounds so difficult. It sounds like such a commitment. And then you think, oh, could I possibly have enough content to share? And there's just 
it's one of those things where it's very easy to have a million what ifs. Yes. And when I finally just went, you know what, just do it mm -hmm. and, you know, just, just create that brand, um, start recording one or two, just like I had two episodes and I just went, do it, do post it. it because now I've said I'm doing it. It's live. I've got to keep going. Yes. Either I stop because it's my choice. But the, the fact that it had started just gave me the confidence and the excitement yeah. to keep going. Whereas it's so easy to stay in procrastination and going, oh, I should do that. Oh, I should do that. You just got to start. You do. Jump in both, uh, with both feet and then kind of go, all right, what have I done? And the momentum often. And as you say, the, the insights that you have and, oh, okay, the realisation it's it's not that uh, scary after all will just um, disappear. So you've been going a number of months now and one of the things that I love to talk about, even to my clients, is really having a purpose and an intention for your podcast. And I love the way that your podcast name is very much aligned with your business. And mm -hmm. obviously you're going to be using that to educate business owners around, you know, the VA world, about the, the benefits of outsourcing, you know, incredibly talented people that they may not even be aware of so you want to speak into even having a very narrow targeted market. You say you can still benefit from having a podcast. Share a bit more about this because this may be a, um, you know, a barrier that some people are thinking, well, I've only got a small niche market. It's not really going to benefit me. But you say actually it is. So share more. I was actually really surprised at how many people started listening and then the feedback that I got and people saying, you know, oh, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. When I, you know, I didn't think that there would be a big audience for it. Mm -hmm. And I thought I'm going to do it anyway because I love to talk and um, I want to share a particular message. And it's, you know, for anyone who's interested in outsourcing and really there's not a massive amount of people out there who go, oh, I really want to learn heaps about outsourcing. Mm -hmm. um, but for the people who do, they, they love it and they understand how exciting it can be. Yeah. So it's about having something that you know there is a passion for and doesn't necessarily mean it has to have a massive audience. Mm -hmm. So I want to be educating those people that have a passion for growing their business and leveraging their business, mm -hmm. um, whether they are virtual assistants, because one of the main things I always say is to practice what you preach. Virtual assistants should be outsourcing. Yeah. Um, and then business owners are also outsourcing. And there's so many fears around that. And I thought, look, if I could just you know, easily connect with them while they're on the go mm -hmm. and ease their mind around some of those fears, then, you know, I'm going to be ticking the box of, of some of the things that I want to achieve. Yes. And I, I honestly, if I forgot, I didn't really think that um, there would be enough people out there, but I was going to do it anyway. Yes. And there really is. People, people do love this medium. They mm -hmm. love it. They love learning about business. They love listening to different perspectives and ideas. And it's it's actually really, really powerful. Yeah, it so is. And I, I can absolutely agree with everything that you have said. You know, and sometimes when we do have a smaller market, but what you've done, and I want to point this out to everybody, you have brought a voice, a message into an area you knew people were discussing, people were thinking about, so that you've now provided a solution and information that people can access. Now, these people who are accessing it, are hungry for that information. So they're your ideal clients in that if after listening, they're at a stage, and we talk about the buying cycle, of course, that they go, you know what, 
everything that Rosie has shared and, and the guest has shared, if you're bringing on guests as well, have spoken into what I am struggling with, the outcomes I'm wanting to achieve, they've been able to do with an assistant. You know what? I think I'm going to reach out to Rosie to find out more. It, it allows them, you know, to, to listen and to hear a little bit more information and you to get your information in front of someone that you may never have met and that mm -hmm. you may never have had the opportunity to speak for or into, you know, their life and business in a sense for 20 to 30 minutes or however long your podcast is, is running for. Do you, have you found that? Absolutely. Yeah. People that, um, you know, would never have crossed my path in any other way. And one of the things you know, we're always saying to people, if you have an opt-in or on your website or information in your social media, you want to be breaching that gap between where they are now and where they need to be if they want to buy, right? Yeah, so yeah. What, is, what is the gap for them? And a podcast is a brilliant way to help them go from here to here yeah. and to feel confident, build that know, like, and trust factor because they get to listen to you, hear what you're like. Mm -hmm. and, and you get to just, ease their minds around any of those uncertainties that they have yeah. or help them decide no this isn't for me so it's an opportunity for them to decide either way mm. and people that have uh, then opted into whatever your call to action is to find out more information give you a call you'll f you'll find that the the decision yes let's move forward or need a little bit more information is probably sped up because a lot of that you know, fluffing around, if you were beforehand, when they're just doing a little bit of research, has already been done on their point of view. Have you found that the conversations are far easier that you're having with prospective yeah. clients? Yeah. Yes, definitely. And for people who even um, who listen, who have already maybe made a purchase, they are much more likely to step up and make another purchase. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got your little your little purchases that people can make mm -hmm. and that's, you know, they might buy a, a template or, you know, they might try something little out. Once they get to, to learn a little bit more about what you do, that's, yeah, it's exactly. amazing how effective that is. Yeah. Upselling then, then and yeah. retaining of customers. And you know what? I think it's all about nurturing. It's content and each of those episodes that you are sharing is another touch point, another opportunity to touch base with them. And again, you can educate them on things that they may not have been aware of. I love this. I can geek out on this all the time because a lot of the things that I teach and I say to people and I go, seriously, just do it. And we're now able to obviously showcase through others who are doing that as well. So when you think about um, putting the podcast together, I mean, obviously there's, there's a bit of time commitment to put into that. But are you finding, and if I, you, to ask you honestly, and please do share, the ROI that you're generating from the time that you do spend into planning and all of that, would you say that it has been definitely worth worth that time and effort in putting that uh, together and taking that time? Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed the process, so that helps. Yeah. Um, and I, I've found just the feedback that I've had, as you said, it's nurturing, it's sharing, it's because you're sharing freely information with people and they know that you, you want to help them. So um, the return on investment, you don't necessarily, you know, I don't see people saying, oh, I'm going to buy this because I listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely more of that connection yes. with people and where, where they say, you know, this is where I go, I hang out to listen to this, I want to learn more. And for me, that's really exciting. I love to be able to share information and, and help people grow confidence in their business. Yeah. And hearing that that's happening 
that's brilliant. Yeah, I think there's there's often we disregard uh, the amount of engagement and connection that we can build with someone through a podcast or you know how we're communicating. But with an audio, uh, and I'm looking at some studies done from a number of um, scientific um, organisations which are showing the impact a voice has, you know, sound. They're calling it soundscape. And there's been research done and, and um, it's fascinating where people will walk into, everything has a soundscape, even retailers have a soundscape with all the different things that make that up. And if you walk into a retail outlet and the sound and everything that's in there is, is off, you'll walk out again. And so one of the things when you think about putting content together, your voice, if you laugh, if you've got a sense of humour, if you bring your mannerisms into that, and, and of course you do do that, people get to know you at a level that, and, and you will find, and I don't know if this has happened to you yet, and it will, people will meet you at a, at a networking event or whatever, and they'll act, and they'll go, I feel like I know you. Yes. And you know, it's quite creepy sometimes. How are you going? And it's like, I'm really good, thanks. Have you found that? Yes, yeah, from, from whether it's podcasts or webinars yeah. or things like that, definitely. And I love it. I love it because I often, you know, you, you you know yourself how that feels when yeah. you feel that connection with someone. Yes. And at the end of the day, they're probably fairly clueless about who the hell you are. Yeah. <laughs> and you go up and you give them a hug like you've known them for 500 years because, yeah, I mean, how different is it to just, you know, chatting to someone on the phone? We mm. do that to, to really connect with people. Yes. Um, and yet I find, um, you know, we do make judgment around the way people talk. So mm -hmm. the intonations they use, the wording they use, the speed at which they talk are all things that we use to kind of work out whether that person is aligned with us mm -hmm. in some sort of capacity. So, um, so it is a bit of a filter. You're going to attract some people yes. and not attract others, but that's great. Mm. Yeah, I you're probably that detracting. Yeah, that's right. Your ideal clients, they're going to resonate with how you have approached and, and the, yeah, the atmosphere that you create. And those yeah. people who you probably, in all honesty, would say, you know what, they're probably not really our ideal client and what do we want to work with? And that's okay. As you say, they, they have um, the option not, not to reach out. And probably for you too, that's thank, you know, you're thankful about that because they're not taking up your time and you realise, you know what, this isn't going to be a good fit. Now, yep. this, of course, is all about um, a podcast series and a book. We're going to talk about that in a moment, about building your thought leadership. And before we dive into that a little bit and what you've noticed, often when we speak to women and some guys, but I think women often we do this, oh, I'm not a thought leader. Oh, no, I can't speak in, into that particular topic. So share some insights around that because that just has to be eliminated. That's just such a barrier, isn't it? You know what there is to know about outsourcing through the experience and the knowledge and probably the challenges that you've overcome and so now speaking in into that. Share a little bit more. Did you have a barrier thinking, oh, what do I really have to speak into the whole world of, of outsourcing and so forth? Did you have to overcome that a little bit at the beginning? Oh, a lot, a lot. And I mm. still have days where I just go, oh, God, who am I to be doing this? Yeah. Um, but to be honest, earlier this year, I mean, I wrote a book two, three years ago, um, my first one, and it was targeted to virtual assistants. It's a sort of a workbook slash business book and that went really really well but I always had this fear around stepping up and having something more solid mm. with you know more detailed information thinking could I even do that yeah. 
And then earlier this year, I actually did a, um, a two-day training program with Renee Hasseldean. Do you know Renee? Yes, yes. Yeah. And she helped me with the group, helped me unpack all of the stuff that I know mm-hmm. and gave, and that gave me the confidence to go, actually, I do I have know. this information. Yeah. I do have it. And, and I don't know why I keep doubting myself. I don't know everything. No one knows everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be boring to know everything. Yeah. But what I do know, I know well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's such a great reminder, isn't it, for all of us, because we take for granted often the skills, the strengths, the knowledge that we've developed and built up over the years. And so, in some instances, it can be decades. And from those transferable skills, even from industries that may not necessarily be where you're in right at this particular point in time. But one of the things, and I want to touch on this, when you started, and obviously you had your book first, and then you've gone into podcasts, and we're going to talk about how you turn your book into a podcast. And I know some people, which is what I'm doing, turning podcasts into a book, actually, so you can go either either way. When people hear and see, and in, in, in this instance, of course, with your book, read, there's a level of expertise that they naturally give to you, don't they? Because they're reading content that you're sharing from that knowledge. So share a bit about what you found that people are saying and, and just, as, well, it's not assuming because it is, you are bringing expertise. So really have built that thought leadership uh, through the content that you're communicating. Have you found that to be true as well? Yeah, definitely. And and because you're consistent, because you're delivering stuff, you, you know what you want to say. Yes. You've put it together in your book. You know, you use that as a guide to, to break it into a million pieces to, to create your podcast episodes. Uh, you look at things where you can bring guests in to elaborate on certain areas. Because you're consistent, people will trust you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So if someone has a book already, and is thinking about, you know what, I really want to start doing a podcast to build that deeper engagement. What what sort of insights can you share around that? What what are you doing with that? Oh, well, they, they've got content. If they've got a book, they've got content. However many chapters, times about five or six, mm. you know, is your starting point because every chapter you can break down because no one wants to listen to, you know, a two or three hour <laughs> podcast. I like them to be short and sweet. And you just take little chunks and you turn them into a, you just talk about them. Yeah. You, you look at what key points you mention in each section and you talk about them. You've got the content there. So really the only fear factor is for a lot of people, if they've got that book, yeah. is the technology. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you use certain people. So I had um, Lyndall Harris from the podcast VA. She yeah. stepped me through how to actually, you know, get, I knew how to record audio and, and that sort of thing and my video, but in terms of loading it up, you know, to podcast land, yes. I didn't have a clue. So she just sent me through that and I just went, oh my God, that's so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you can either get someone to do that bit for you yes. or you do it yourself. Um, you know, to do is yeah just talk yeah exactly so uh, what we mentioned is you obviously are overseeing a a wonderful group of VAs and your book was very much tailored to that to support VAs and entering the market and also building a successful business is that kind of what your book was about and what I love what you're doing in your podcast and I want to point this out to everyone you've kind of got two markets But speaking into that one podcast, you're actually tapping both those markets. So that's brilliant in that 
You're building, obviously, resources, which is great for your current members. Potential members are thinking, this Rosie knows what she's talking about. I'm going to hang around her a little bit. And, of course, you'll be seeding into how people can become a member. But at the same time, you're also educating business owners. And they are business owners too. So, as you said, VAs need VAs as well. Uh, and support yeah. in certain areas. But you're also making for the general community in um, being able to know and, and, and see just how they can leverage a podcast now, or, and a VA, I should say. So just share with people because I know people, you know, as, as visionaries and entrepreneurs, we've got all these ideas. Yours is very niche and very focused, and that's really good. So someone might be thinking, okay, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and it can just end up confusing everybody. So what did you do before you even started planning? Or maybe, you know, sometimes people do that by accident. They fall, yeah. you know, on with both feet, which is great. But were there things that you considered before you even started recording to make sure the content was, you know, on track and certainly allowed you to build that momentum, which I know that you continue to do? What, what sort of things did you do? Yeah, you're absolutely right. That was one of the blocks at the start. You know, I had people saying, who's your target? Is it VAs? Is it business owners? And I battled with my head because it didn't seem right either way. And then I worked out, no, no, no. It's people who are passionate about outsourcing. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, I, and I didn't want people to think I meant everybody. Yeah. It's, it's people passionate about outsourcing. And so um, when I came to that realisation, and it took a while, and it sounds really simple, mm. but it actually took a while. And once I realised that, I was, it made everything much easier. Yes. Because then I could stop looking at, at it in terms of educating VAs or educating business owners. The topic is outsourcing. Mm -hmm. Now, they're going to be interested in it, but it's not just for each one of those. Yes. You know so, what I yeah, think? That made a lot, a lot of... Um, breakthroughs there yeah. just in terms of topics and the way I delivered it you're absolutely right yeah it's yeah. so key and you know what this is what I say to a lot of business owners and not just about podcasting but about anything really we often have to get our own mind around it and when we understand it then with confidence we can explain yes. it to others and you know what you do then in that instance if you're going to do that on outsourcing well then the intro captures that people passionate about outsourcing so if you are a VA or a, you know aspiring VA or you're a business owner looking to optimize your business and leverage with outsourcing this podcast is for you so you pre-frame it and people go oh okay and often when you don't do that because you don't really have that um, clarity and um, that can keep you stuck but I love that you've done that so that's just um, you know a great great insight for someone thinking okay. I've got a couple of topics they do relate but I've got mm -hmm. to find that one area that they really do um, and center that and, and just have that as the um, the intro the umbrella kind of thing so that's fabulous let's talk about that's promoting a, that's a good point though if you don't know what your intro should sound like yes then yes. stop <laughs> yeah, yes Yes, you know I. Yeah, work yeah. that out. Oh, sorry, go. Yeah, just they've just got to. That's what you've got to work out your intro because that says once you're clear on that intro, yes, then everything else will follow. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. A lot of them are quite vague and mm. trying to cover everything. Everything, yes. And then no one knows what it's really about. Exactly. I um had a young gentleman, and I I hope um that he may may or may not listen to this, but I say this with all due respect. And he said, could you uh, or do a bit of an audit? And I listened to the first word. The, the music was fabulous. The production quality was great. He had a fantastic voice, that real deep voice. But the first word, which I won't say because then he'll know exactly who he is, 
and was and you know said this word let, let's talk about and I'm thinking no let's not it's not interest to me I have it's no relevance to me so he lost me at the first word and he, you know and this is where we're talking about niching sometimes you can niche in a certain area but there's no and here's what here's something that's really key what is the market is the market niched and and a, and a you know group of people who are interested in that in your case absolutely people who are passionate about outsourcing so it's VAs or aspiring VAs who are thinking about building that business and business owners who want to leverage their time and look at outsourcing to quality VAs there's a yeah. consistency there and a similarity across that whole niche and if you haven't got a similarity across your niche then don't don't even start yet till you've got clarity on that. Otherwise, you will really continue to, to spin your wheels. Now, something which I'm sure that you've um, experienced yourself, but you probably heard uh, your clients too. It's like, well, I created a website, and no one's coming to it. So I've created a podcast, no one's listening. Yeah, you need to promote it. So, what mm -hmm. ways are you promoting your podcast? Oh, I probably annoy everybody. I just chuck it out everywhere. <laughs> so I, I, launched one, I launched one today. And so what I do with that is obviously it goes, I use Wooshka. Yes. Um, I've got it embedded on my website and the individual page get created and um, a notification to my people who are subscribed to my site goes out as soon as that's posted. I also send a newsletter out. And I let people know the day before what's mm. coming. Um, so that's on social media. So, you know, check out this is who my guest is going to be or this is the topic. Yes. Um, and then I pop it on a few different social media platforms to just say, this is what we've got. These are the topics we're touching on and here's mm. the link. And it's worked really well. Yeah. And I think it's just that consistency, isn't it? I mean, you just don't know who's going to stumble across that podcast. And what I love about podcasts, it's that it's evergreen. And what you find, and you may have had this already, I've had this happen you know, more times than I can count. People will find an episode, and I, I always say, people come for the content, they stay for the host. So if yes. they really love you and you think, I love her energy or his energy, then they'll come back. And, and often what they do is they binge listen. They'll go right back, because I've done that too. I'm sure you've done that too. And you binge listen, to, and it's like, oh, there's no more. But you really know that person, you know, and, and that's what will happen. So even if you've done episodes from, you know, years ago, you'll find that people will binge listen. What have been, I love, I, I um, just love these kind of things too, unexpected benefits and, and wins. And it can be the smallest of things, but what are some of the unexpected things that have happened because of the book and because of the podcast? I think I've had people find me and connect and feel safe enough to connect with me who have such an amazing energy and excitement for their business mm. that as soon as they've connected with me, I have felt excited about it. Um, and I, so I think it's a really great filter for attracting people who make my day better. Yeah. Um, and, and they just, they, communicate to me in such a way that makes me want to keep doing it and and that to me I, I didn't especially with the podcast I really did fear that I'd put it out there and no one would listen to it mm. you know I think we all have that and then to have people you know give you feedback on a session what they loved about it 
or that they're doing a binge while they're on the treadmill or, yeah. you know, something bizarre like that. And you're sitting there having your lunch going, oh, okay, that's bizarre. And I love it. Yeah. Um, but it, it gives people permission and that connection to connect with you where they wouldn't mm. otherwise. So that familiarity, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Yes. And also it's provided a few more opportunities to connect with people like yourself, mm. um, which is really fun and yeah, exciting. I, I know. love it. The technology and, and as a, you know, VA and overseeing VAs, the technologies we have at our finger, you know, at our fingertips to be able to leverage are just incredible. I mean, if you think 10, 20 years ago, I mean, Zoom and, and being able to video and stream and, and audio, record audio is just absolutely insane. So we really don't have any excuses, but just to, you know, to get out there. Something that I want to share too and ask you about, because I know a lot of people fear they have to have things perfectly. Now, I'm just going to share a story because I, I, no, I'm not going to say that because sometimes things can happen when you, when you declare it, but often <laughs> when something happens, um, like... Just the other day, we switched over, you know, I'm training my OBM into to our new system and the email went out to an entire database with just the template. And I go, whatever, who cares? It's not really a big deal. And anyone who thinks it's a big deal, well, bye, because it's not. <laughs> and the other day, I did a webinar and it was, it was a, I have to, you know, brag a little bit. I took so long in creating the slides. I think they were absolutely fabulous. No one saw them because I got stuck on the first slide and here I am yammering away and getting into it. <laughs> But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's all, all good. So share a little bit to someone who thinks it has to be perfect. It doesn't, does it? God, no. Um, I, would, <laughs> I would fail every day if that was my motto. My, my, funnily enough, my husband, who's also self-employed, he is, you know, it's got to be perfect before it's done. Yes. It takes him forever to get anything done. Me, better done than perfect. Yeah. And... I see what I always joke to people about is that if I waited until it was perfect, um, and I so this is a joke, by the way, if I sent it out perfect every time, that along with my amazing wit, my intelligence and my stunning beauty would just intimidate people and I would be, you know, they wouldn't want to connect with me. They'd feel just yuck. And so it's a community service that I, you know, drop the ball on a few things here and there. Oh, thank you for doing much. that. Thank you for helping us. <laughs> <laughs> as far as you have to, yeah. <laughs> it is so true, isn't it? And I think every single one of us um, can have those funny stories. But you know what? Incorporate them into your story. Laugh yes. about them on your podcast because that's the kind of thing that I think that really engages with people because it's like, oh, thank goodness, I'm not the only one. And I've listened and, and I love observing and I find that even from other people who are doing a podcast, when they reach out and they think they do something that's a little bit more transparent and share a little bit um, of what's going on for them, that really deepens the engagement with their audience. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's, there, there has to be strategy and intention with that because you don't, you know, sometimes, you know, ask yourself first, now, would this be good content for a podcast or should I just be journaling about this? You know, that probably <laughs> a good uh, thing or record it and just listen to it for my own ears. But there's a level of engagement that you get with people because I think it gives them permission and they, you know, they can really see, well, thank goodness, you know, someone's actually speaking out into that. Have you found that too? Uh, yeah, I think that's one of the things that's helped me most in my business is that um, I am honest to a fault. I am transparent. 
um, I botch things up all the time and I have a laugh about it. Um, sometimes I'll publicly have a cry about it, but um, I, it's so important for me to not, you know, bluff my way through things like that because how can I possibly give other people the confidence mm -hmm. to, to run a business and, and be messy and, and have a family and everything like that if I'm lying about the reality mm. of life? You know, this is life and this makes things more colourful and the only rule I have is learn from it. Yeah. You know, even when we got married, my rule was, you know, if something disastrous happens, make sure that the photographer gets a shot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was my rule mm. because, you know, it's, you've just got to laugh. You've yeah. got to just go, okay, well, that, that's just yeah. what happened. Yeah. I recorded a podcast with someone and as you know, everyone's time is valuable. Mm -hmm. I got halfway through and realized I'd accidentally stopped recording oh. and I was mortified. And luckily it was a good friend of mine who I was guest speaking with. Now she was okay to start again. And of course, the first thing she did when we relaunched the recording was yes. tell everybody that what had I had just done. <laughs> so she's just like, just to let everybody know, Rosie totally stuffed up before, didn't record it. We've done this all and we're going to redo it. And I'm like, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then your phone goes off. You have actually put it on... Um you know, not, not disturb, but there you go. That's what you get when you go live and you know what? It is all good. So now, <laughs> just Rosie, just share with us a little bit more about, um, of course, the wonderful VA uh, group that you've got there, how people can connect with you. And of course, share once again, the name of your podcast and how people can listen to that. Thank you. Well, my network is called Virtually Yours. It's for Australian virtual assistants and it's all about community. It's all about learning and growing together. It's a lot of fun. It's a really, really beautiful group. Um, there's a lot of benefits to membership, but we also support business owners to find virtual assistants who have the skills that they need. And I think a lot of people don't realise how broad the term virtual assistant mm -hmm. is. So it's an industry title. And basically any business support service that can be done virtually, whether it's design, website, bookkeeping, copywriting, debt collection, mm -hmm. you name it, we've got people in there who have those skills. And yeah. so they all come together and support each other. It's absolutely amazing. Yes. So, yeah, we can help people find them. And that's at virtuallyyours.com.au. Yeah. And the podcast is Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Fantastic. One of the things that I'm finding with um, the VAs that I'm using and what I love is that they are experts. There are people out there who are experts in their field. And what I find beneficial about that is that we don't have to learn that as business owners. We may have a little bit of an oversight around that, but then it's like, you know, I'm in the process of hiring a Facebook expert. And it's fantastic because she's asking me all these things and it's like, that's great. That's the kind of thing that you want. And I think when you find you've got communities such as what you're creating, they are experts in their field. We don't have to go and learn about that. And they can certainly be guided, you know, they guide us into what we need to have in place. And it uh, is, is amazing. Look, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been such a delight. I'm certainly going to go out and hang out and, and have a listen uh, to your podcast as well. And uh, look, just thank you so much for, for coming and, and sharing. Thanks for having me. I have absolutely thoroughly enjoyed myself. Oh, great. Thank you. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? 
access our free podcast training, including our no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.